Julian Roberts with Enough and you can stream it on any music platform of your choice. Hello everyone, welcome home. Welcome to the Talk with a Zombie and Child hosted by me, Tevin Smart. Today is quite an exciting Friday and I am happy with mixed emotions because the person that I am interviewing today is one person who's been an inspiration to me. This woman has shown us how to take boundaries even when the world tells you no. So I am super excited. And by the way, before we even go any further, we just want to thank our listeners who've been consistently glued to our podcast. Thank you very much. And if you're just a new listener and you're joining us for the first time, you're welcome. Feel free. Don't forget to subscribe and favorite this podcast on Anchor. And send us a VN for any feedback that you might have. So, last time, if you could all remember, we had the great Kachila Tembo, the Zambian YouTuber, and we talked everything YouTube, and it was an amazing adventure with her. Today, we go a bit into the writing world. We've seen podcasters, we have talked to YouTubers, but what exactly do writers have for us? What exactly have they been hiding that has made them more prevalent in the vocabulary department than all of us. <laughs> so, today we are honored to have Natasha Chitimbe Mukamba on our platform today. A writer, editor, whoop, and let me just say the owner <laughs> of the blog being the Nati Mami. Natasha, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Tevin, for having me on your podcast. We're quite excited to literally have you. And for those of our guests that are not aware who Natasha Chitimbe is, who is Natasha Chitimbe Mukamba? Mm, wow. <laughs> well, firstly, I well, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm a mother, I'm a wife. Um, but one thing I really pride in is being a writer. I'm a writer, I'm an editor, published author, uh, storyteller. I love to tell off you know, African stories. Um, yeah, so, so basically that's, that's much about me. I'm a communicator, speaker as well. Um, and I've lectured at university level, life courses that are all about communication and uh, just life itself so i'm a lot of things but today i think i'll narrow it down to those that's quite a description i don't even feel i have that an introduction if i'm ever interviewed <laughs> <laughs> oh well, well quite pleased to have you so our Thank audience you. that is natasha chitimbe as you've heard it for yourself she is the great woman and if you do not know how well please follow on instagram natasha chitimbe and on facebook please do click you have all the handles in our description box below so mm-hmm. zambia literally just say let's africa being the mm-hmm. the continent that it 
it is it's mostly known for people that don't read don't write what motivated mm. you to literally even go in this writing department when you know a vast number do not literally mm-hmm. take into books mm-hmm. well i think i think firstly the stereotyping that has happened over the years is crazy because we've been fed this notion that africans and zambians don't read uh but uh, which which to some extent is true but if i look at my community i'm surrounded by readers i'm surrounded by writers so i can say that we don't read probably we don't read as much as we should but i think that we do read um but most of the times we read for school for exams uh and not for our personal growth and development which is something that we need to really um emphasize on but it's really sad um that uh we don't you know we don't relish uh, and delight ourselves in books because books are magical books have, have just opened up my world and my eyes to so many possibilities and I'm where I am because I started reading early because thankfully um I grew up looking at books there were books in the house where I grew up with my with my dad he's he's a reader and a writer as well and and for me you know that's how it started it started really early started from uh, our home itself so um there's there's so much that we can do to to just help um with the reading culture in in our country and on on the continent as well thank you for really going around that question because i think that's one stereotype we've all just grown up around and you find mm-hmm. someone is asking you why don't you read books oh i'm african i'm zambian <laughs> that's not yeah. our thing <laughs> mm. but but so we shouldn't actually... pride ourselves on that yeah mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. so you are a, a heavy reader that one we know for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah you are you are a writer How did you mm-hmm. literally begin your work? How did you really know you were fit for this department? How did the whole journey start with your writing? Mm, well, I, I I should mention that um I wouldn't have become a writer if I did not read. So it's I get very skeptical if I find writers that don't read uh because I'll be like, uh okay, so how, how do you know what kind of writing style you should uh do and all of that? But for me what helped what helped with my writing was firstly I didn't even think of becoming a writer all I did was read books and I didn't read uh for studying or for school I read because I enjoyed reading I enjoyed stories I enjoyed how uh people would just you know tell the stories and and then later on when I was like 10 11 12 I I discovered hey I could I have stories of my own. I could I could tell the story this way and and all of that. And over the years you find that because you're reading widely and diversely, uh you get to see that okay, so my writing style is different and all of that. I'm developing uh my strength my strengths as a writer as well. So for me, I would say it started because I was a very avid reader. I still am an avid reader, but reading has played a tremendous role in my writing journey. Okay, that is quite interesting to get to know. So the first mm-hmm. time what was 
like what was the first thing that you ever wrote and you can still remember how it was how what was it wow um i think let me take you back to i think um the very first thing that actually told me that wow you can really really write uh was um i think this was grade 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 eight and it was that composition where you get to write your own some like the teacher gives you a theme or something and you get to write a story and um i i got to, i i got crazy with you know i went crazy with the theme and then i wrote this story about a priest that fell in love and was being accused of you know impregnating someone and all of that and um so i thought because when the books came back and the teacher was giving us our books mine was the last one to be given out and i was like oh my god what did i do what did i do and you know he gave it to me and i found that he had actually given me i think that was like uh, 21 out of 20 and he said excellent this is one of the best stories i've ever read in my life keep it up keep going and for me my english teacher i i don't know if he knew what he did to me but he actually spoke to the writer and the storyteller inside me and um i i guess that's when i thought hey let me let me maybe maybe i can actually write a very good story because my teachers approved of 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 this and all of that so so for me that was the like the mark that i remember that said hey tash you can actually write you're actually a good storyteller keep it going Please, please we beg of you release those archives to us. We need to read the stories of your composition. When are we getting the archives, Natasha? <laughs> I think I'll turn that into a novel. I think I'll turn that into a novel. Please do. Literally like yeah. that story just from the priest falling in love. Okay, that's just everything. Exactly. We need that. <laughs> Definitely working on it. So, I think you've literally talked about how your journey began from such a young age and at mm-hmm. a point just from your English teacher, your composition, and mm-hmm. we've seen you grow to the point that you are right now. So, if what are some of the things you do before you start writing? Are there like some traditions that you do you like mm-hmm. you know you need that cookie like every day you need that uh-huh. chocolate cookie before you start <laughs> writing that book? <laughs> Any traditions uh-huh. that you should know? Um every writer has their own traditions. I think I have my not many. Um I can literally write anywhere as long as I've got my headsets. Um I don't need a laptop. Uh I just need my phone sometimes. Um and I need to plug in. I listen to a lot of Hans Zimmer so uh if it's from an old cool movie that he he did or even a recent one as long as it's Hans Zimmer hey we we're good. We're good. um because there's there's a certain of emotion that um just plastic out of me as i write whether it's a sad emotion whether it's a happy emotion uh because i know that some writers will wait to be in a particular mood to write i know there are those that always have to be in a dark place to write uh but for me i've discovered that music will actually just steer my emotions in a certain direction and will help me write Uh so for me I can be anywhere I can be on a queue I can be on a bus I can be in a car anywhere as long as I've got my phone uh things but yeah Okay That is quite interesting to hear those are your traditions 
So, uh, uh, I think for most parts, I have. I think let's just talk about like, before we even go to your blog. Uh, there's one of our listeners. I, I was talking to one of my friends, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to talk to a writer, and this person just wanted me to ask you this question." So, she's currently <laughs> just at her peak. She's in her early teens, and she's someone who mm-hmm. says she feels like she could be a writer but she's too skeptical about mm-hmm. it are there any trends that she might look within herself are there any trends that she should be looking for skills or what before she could really discover that she's a writer or maybe if this is a calling or not mm-hmm. um yes definitely first thing i would say is the first thing that she needs to do is really believe in herself she really needs to come to a place where she uh, believes in herself and in her work um, I know sometimes as writers we trash our own work and you know you write something you press delete but give your writing a fighting chance okay um, you may not like the story sometimes but you get to see that that's exactly what some people you know uh, are in need of are waiting for so writing is not only for you is not only about you uh it's about the other person as well so you need to think about this before you trash your work uh because that's the first thing that we write is do we love perfection and all of that just write just write um someone once told me that i shouldn't write for to win an award because now we've got a lot of writing competitions and all of that and we tend to morph our stories and our literature and 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 you know our work into what it is that uh we think society needs but as i said give your work a writing chance a fighting chance so that um the story that is taught so um yeah i guess that that's what i would say uh, i would say um I'd also say read a lot um because I alluded earlier that you know I'm I'm here because I read a lot and my writing daily because I'm daily in, engrossed in a book so read widely as well um don't just read what interests you uh because as a writer you need to you know get better every time at you know the way you deliver words the way you structure your prose the way you just deliver your words and deliver your writing and your work so read a lot read widely um just uh follow follow some big writers that are doing uh, amazing things follow their work follow their writing but the biggest one is believe in yourself and in your work um because you know some people will say your work is not good but if you know that you know um, that you're a writer you can say okay uh give me a few pointers on how i can improve my work rather than curling up and getting all depressed because someone said something bad about your work so believe in your work uh read widely as well i guess that's that's what i would say Thank you for that and I believe she would definitely that would definitely be useful for her as she starts her journey. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And by the way, don't forget everyone to stay hydrated throughout this whole podcast. At this point I have a whole container of water near me with a big cup. I think I need to get my water as well. Please do. You need the heat is too much it's just too much yes it is, yes, it is. 
Okay. So just away from that so thank you so much for what you've said so far your journey and how you started your writing and the tips you've given us so far on how we could improve our own writing mm-hmm. so let's just really go to your blog being the nutty mom okay what where is the name coming from first where <laughs> is the name coming from natasha Oh, firstly, I should mention that I'm pretty bad with, you know, names and um titles and all of that. Uh so yeah. Being the Nutty Mom Mommy uh came from I I started the blog when I just became a mother. Nutty is from my name. Um and and so for me the blog is all about me being me. Um in that particular season in that particular moment being the nutty mom being natasha being me uh so i guess that's where it came from the blog is just about me being me and unraveling uh my my life to to the world and my life lessons to the world so i guess that's that's where it came from mm okay i actually never thought of that i was just like where is this name coming from well, that's <laughs> quite a good place to get <laughs> <laughs> to get oh. it from mm-hmm. so for all of our listeners out there who haven't checked out the blog you can just really check it by typing but you find all of this in our description just typing the nattymummy.wordpress.com and all the work that natasha has written so far on our blog will come to you so you have written uh let's say mostly your articles are story based and mm-hmm. we have seen your work i think for me one of the things that resonated with me was the full side story about ah. how we have first take the next step so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. could you just tell what i know it inspired your life why is most of your work on that blog based on your life mostly from like mm-hmm. your childhood experiences uh-huh. Uh-huh. And why was it necessary um, for you to put out the pool side story there? Um as someone who communicates and wants to live the world a better place, I I tend to uh speak or preach out of lack of a better term to preach from where I've been and what I know and what I've gone through and the tunnels I've I've had to pass through so I can help other people navigate you know their seasons better so i'm not going to talk about something that you know i heard of or i heard about or something fictitious i tend to speak better from what i really really know for sure so that's what being a nutty mommy is about that's what um those stories are all about i'm a storyteller as well so i can't run away from that um so what i tend to do is use whatever it is that i've gone through um and you know emerge victorious on the other side and use that as life lessons so i can help other people navigate their lives as well um so that you know it's easier it's easier we all need some hope we all need uh, someone to light the way and i'm hoping that this is what um my blog posts are doing so the pool side story um was was just like that uh it's also one of my favorites um it 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 just you know it's it's just me saying one I was I was a young girl and I'd see my friends jumping in the pool and all I did was sit on the edge of the pool and admire them living their lives and and 
this resonates with so many people because how many of us are sitting on the poor side of life and watching others do great and amazing things and and yeah and, and my my advice was just jump in you know take the plunge um and see and see where it leads you because if you if you just sit and wait on the other side nothing will change nothing is going to happen so take the plunge take the plunge on your dreams take the plunge on whatever it is that you've been uh you know just you haven't you've been procrastinating on and just do whatever it is that you need to do because hey we 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 don't we don't have as much time as we think we we do and you need to make your life count for something that is quite true i believe when i first came across it and i was just like this was me for i think for 17 years of my life that was me literally Mhm. Mhm. Before this whole podcast came about, I was literally just sitting on the sideline because I didn't feel mm-hmm. I was worthy enough to literally yeah. jump in that pool. I was like I'm going to drown and die. I just need to stop. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, it's it's quite it's quite a great story and I feel like most of your stories, I think lessons from the garden, I your bicycle mm-hmm. ride. <laughs> I think I have <laughs> literally read each and every piece of what you've written and each work uh-huh. has been so amazing we get new things and each time mm. it's like we're just getting more goodness so thank you thank you thank you very much thank you for reading and i'm glad that you're inspired by the work that's there okay so I think most of the times I have listened to your interviews I have read of your articles that you've written for such as mm-hmm. that is the yellow ray digital uh we've seen you write articles in the African dialogue women's words experiences and mm-hmm. reality and for the mm-hmm. most part you have talked about how reading is important for everybody and how somebody who doesn't feel like they read a how they can start and mm-hmm. the other part with the african dialogue you really talked about how you've redefined woman would you just take us a bit through those lines okay so um for yellow ray digital i uh, i just wrote on the importance of reading and how i think reading just opens up different portals uh of of the world to you um it 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 does play a major role in how you think and how you articulate and how you uh just and and just how you think you know um and and it's very important that uh we you you use your mind uh you know to to just do great and amazing things it helps you uh just function better so there's lots of things lo- lots of um there's there's a lot of information out there um and you can you know you can grow your mind you can grow your thinking grow your wisdom all through a book you get to meet different people for example i've read obama's books i've read michelle obama's books um i've read oprah's books i've read uh sarah jakes robert's books td jakes in 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 real time i i i have actually spent you know time with them because 
Um, and as much as they weren't there in the physical, I've, I've, I've picked their brains and their minds all through um, me sitting down and reading their thoughts and in turn, you know, just growing myself. Recently, I started reading a lot of uh, biographies and autobiographies of great people because I want to see what made them you know become that and for a long time i thought these are special people you know they're more gifted more that but as i get to read their books i see a constant is that these people were just like you and me and these people just strived harder they just you know took uh you know their opportunities a little bit more seriously and all of that and you get to see that hey if these people can do it i can do it too and you get to glean wisdom through that and you can get all of that through a book but most of us you know mentorship is a great thing but you know getting to read books is also another form of mentorship especially if the person is far away or the person died uh years ago so that's i think that's like the biggest reason why you should be reading so you can you know glean wisdom glean knowledge um from all this information that's out there and uh yeah um with the african women dialogue um i i wrote a piece um called oh, well, um a woman first and basically i was just talking about how you know society puts all these labels on you and and sometimes we have so much going on we forget that we're women you know um they'll call you oh you're somebody's wife first you're somebody's daughter you're somebody's uh you know you're somebody's sister and then you know you get married you're somebody's wife but the first thing that we need to realize is that I'm a woman first you know and and yeah so I'm hoping that that uh article helped a number of women out there thank you very much for that natasha and mm. it's really like for the most part if you actually get to see there's mm-hmm. always a level literally attached to a woman it's always about she's never like standing alone like mm-hmm. it's always so a level true. that pulls her <laughs> like it was like they are trying to say okay alone she cannot stand strong exactly. as she is mm-hmm. and we find that for the most part she's the one that actually holds the family together exactly and makes it grow every day so really mm-hmm. thank you for just really coming out and putting it out there thank you so i think for the most part we've covered most of the work but you have reviewed books you have done a lot of reviews and you mm-hmm. talked about how your twitch twitch one reads what you chose to read and the yeah. books you reviewed why you chose them and uh-huh. we have seen all that work out for you and mm-hmm. we just saw that oh my gosh we have a new book <laughs> yeah you coming in women's month can you tell us yes. about bits and pieces i oh, am excited <laughs> i am so so excited we thought would release it um last year but books have their own lives so it decided 2022 was better. So, yes, bits and pieces um just like, you know, my work on the blog. That's um it's it's more of my personal stories, it's more of my personal um, you know, just stuff that um I've had to navigate through because I'm way into my 30s. Um so just living 
you know, that knowledge and wisdom out there so that um, young women, uh, and by the way, it's a book for young women. Um, if you're a man, you can buy it for the women in your life. I'm, I'm trying to help young women navigate life through the diverse and various seasons that they go through. Um, we talk about depression because I've had to navigate depression. We're talking about suicide because I've had to navigate all of that. We're talking about, you know, pregnancy. Um, we're talking about, you know, just just a number of issues, a number of things. We're talking about dreams. We're talking about um, the, the kind of people that you surround yourself with and all of that. We're talking um, you know, courage and so many, so many issues. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited about it because um, it's it's very raw. I'm putting myself out there just so others can see the light and and you know just 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 be helped as well and and just enjoy a good read. I've I've gotten some really good reviews so far, so I'm super excited about it. Um, yeah, super excited. And how does it feel being an editor who edits uh-huh. people's books? Finally, uh-huh. your book being put out there and under scrutiny. <laughs> how, do, how does it feel? Oh, my God. Well, firstly, um, I've had some short stories out uh, in a couple of anthologies, okay. so I kind of know what it's like already. Uh, but one thing that I've or what one thing that I've had to, you know, just uh, self-talk is very important to me so I've, I've had to come to a point where I say um, this book is for someone out there not everyone is going to like it the story you know will yeah. find its people to find its tribe it's not for everyone so when I have critics it's okay all right it's it's going it's fine but there's there's a certain market for this book and um, the, the people that want this book and need this book will get it so so for me I'm not very worried I'm not really worried about you know if people don't like it I know there's certain people that I wrote this book for that will actually um, you know appreciate it so yeah that's, you can't really please everyone and you have to believe in yourself so yeah that is quite true so it's it's just for our audience out there I think by the time you'll be listening to this interview, it'll be on the 18th of February, uh-huh. which would uh-huh. mean you only have 10 days to pre-order it at 100 Pacha. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. you only have 10 days to pre-order it to 400 Kocha, and after that, you can actually buy it at 150. So we hope you yes. turn out in numbers, guys. We'll provide mm-hmm. you every information for Natasha for you to get in contact with her and just get that book as a woman, as a mother, as a sister, for your lady, if you're a gent. Literally, exactly. you all need just to read through what her work mm-hmm. can bring in your life. Yeah. Awesome. Ush, this has been quite an interesting conversation. I feel like this should just be a lunch <laughs> date. <laughs> it should. It should. We should work on it. Yep, we definitely need to work on it because this conversation has been amazing, Natasha. And this it was really our second has. time trying it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It is our second time. So it's quite good. Okay, so thank you very much for taking us through the stages of writing as a writer, how your journey has been, your your current books, 
So let's just talk about your 2021. What were your highlights for 2021? Wow. Um 2021. I I think uh wow, I'm already in 2022. I can't remember. <laughs> But I think uh <laughs> Yeah, I think um completing bits and pieces was a big highlight. Okay. Um my son turned two, so that was a big highlight. Uh being a young mother and he's he's my firstborn, so that was a big highlight for me. Um yeah, I think uh reading some amazing books is always a big highlight for me. Um yeah, reaching my target of 40 books, actually exceeding that target was was really cool for me. Um also I got to be a part of you know some launch teams international launch teams uh I helped a number of writers launch their books uh Sarah Jakes Roberts uh, I was part of a launch team um Tope Omotosho she's Nigerian um yeah and a few others that I can't remember right now top of my head but yeah I think I think that th- those were some of the highlights I had That is quite good. Those are quite and we are happy for you. Seriously, Women Evolve was everything. So the fact that you're part of the launch team, wow. that is amazing. Uh, it was awesome. It was great. Yeah. So in in this year 2022, do you have any resolutions up? What are we to expect from you apart from bits and pieces? Anything mm-hmm. else we're getting from you? Um I'm actually uh working on my final draft for a novel that I'm, I'm working on. It's not the the one I mentioned at the beginning. <laughs> It's like a totally okay. different one I've been working on for a number of years. And I don't I mean a number of years, it's a lot. <laughs> But yeah, um so we're working on that and that's something that I'm pushing for to see if we can have a a, a novel release at the end of the year as well. Mm, okay, that is quite good to hear from you. And mm-hmm. any resolutions that you've set up? Um, resolutions um I don't know if I can call them resolutions. I have goals and uh okay. yeah. Yeah, I I do have some goals and targets uh that I want to do, most of them personal, but yeah. Okay. Uh, and and I like to surprise people, so <laughs> I I really don't like to uh make an announcement before uh before time and stuff like that. So all I can say is follow me, follow my social handles, uh follow the podcast as well and we'll be able to see some of the stuff that you know we've we've, pla- we've laid out for you. Thank you very much Natasha. It was interesting talking to you. and your journey through mm-hmm. the writing world and just being Zambian and African woman and seeing you mm-hmm. grow and seeing you still growing and reaching those great heights Definitely. keep cheering for mm-hmm. you we can't wait to have you. another conversation with you Indeed. any last word for our audience um wow just believe in yourself i think that's the biggest one for me today just believe in yourself believe in uh what god has put inside of you believe in your dream Uh, a lot of people will not get it and that's okay in fact sometimes it's just you who gets it uh have enough faith in what it is that you carry give yourself a fighting chance 
okay um and sometimes things take a lot of a lot of time to materialize so give yourself some time if you're a writer a podcaster a youtuber whatever it is uh don't just expect the huge numbers immediately um give yourself a fighting chance to actually grow um and also invest in yourself okay that's a big one invest in yourself invest in your dream as well whatever that looks like for you um and and yeah just keep the dream alive i guess that's what i would say thank you for that natasha and to our audience that was natasha chitimbe mukambu and we were proud to have her on our podcast today Aww. and it's finally a wrap from me and her see you next time can't wait to talk to you more don't forget to leave that vn for us for what you thought about this episode and answer our questions on spotify if you're listening to this podcast on the platform and don't forget to follow natasha no matter what you do before you sleep even before you take that next step <laughs> just make sure you follow natasha and don't forget to subscribe it's a wrap for me and natasha see you bye awesome bye she know maverick really do Need to get my mama crib, place to live. Need to get myself a crib, make it really big, big enough to fit my pounds. I don't have a fuck to give. Make a lot of money, buy a car, fuck up the div. Maverick dream big, music only where I live. Stay close to a nigga, won't forget you when I dip. I don't need opinions, started rapping as a kid. I know the shit I'm doing, don't just speak on how I live, nigga. Three three.